0: Hello and welcome to the skellington grin podcast a place for conversation exploration and connection through spirituality i am your host alice b skellinger and on today's episode we will be discussing sexual magic i will be going over what sex magic is how you can use sex magic the importance of visualization in sex magic and the origins of sex magic and how it was most famously used. So without further ado, get comfy and let's dive right into this episode. So what is sex magic and why am I even talking about it? So, first off, I'm talking about sex magic because it is a very divinely feminine type of magic. And just because I say feminine doesn't mean female, but because sex magic is divinely a creative type of magic, it is a very femininely charged type of magic. And I love any type of feminine magic. It just makes me feel super invigorated and it's it's just inherently beautiful in its own like just powerful way i can't even describe it like you would have to just see it for yourself pretty much (laughs) but um what is sex magic sex magic is described as being any type of sexual activity used in magical ritualistic or otherwise religious and spiritual pursuits And what it does is it takes that sexual energy, which is a very strong force, and harnesses it to transcend reality. Jenna Schreck on Blood and Milk describes sex magic as being sets of juicy, dreamy, and totally magnetic intention-setting rituals that are brought to life through pleasure and orgasm. In layman's terms, you can add sex to a manifestation process to propel the energy behind it. And... That that in and of itself explains all of what sex magic is. You're basically taking that same energy, um, that sexual energy, and that desire that comes from it to propel your manifestations forward. So let me put it into these terms. When you are learning about sexual energy, you realize that it comes from a specific place within the body. And, um, that same energy is also creative energy. So sexual energy and creative energy come from the same center in the body. Um, and we learn that through the Vedic practice of chakras, um, especially. So let me, let me just tap into this for, for just one second. So when learning about chakras and chakra clearing and chakra healing and any kind of Eastern practice um, and any kind of Vedic magic um, and other spiritual practices that aren't Western practices, and what I mean by Western practices versus Eastern practices is in Eastern practices you'll have things like Buddhism, Hinduism, um, you know, and, and kind of like things that get you more centered in the present and in the body and in your central awareness of like what's happening around you as well. Whereas a lot of Western practices will tell you to get out of the mind and out of, well, out of the body and into the mind. But with especially sex magic, you can also trace it back to the Vedic practice of chakras. And With chakras, we learn that the root chakra is what grounds us. We learn that the root chakra in in the body itself is connected to our tailbone. And then when we go up through the chakras and we learn the placement of the chakras, we learn that our sacral chakra is right behind the groin and kind of also a little bit behind the belly button. Um, Well, actually, it's a little bit more centered in the groin. Um... And the sacral chakra is essentially the chakra of creation and sexual energy. And if that chakra is out of balance, we could be hypersexual. If that chakra is out of balance, we may not have any motivation to create anything. So so say if we're an artist, for example, or we're a musician, if our chakra if if our sacral chakra is out of balance, then we won't have that motivation to to create anything. And and that's why it could be important to balance that chakra. And sexual energy being in link with creative energy is also present in the idea that from sex we create life. So when, when you think about, you know, sex being an act that also cre- can create a baby and bring new life into the world, it, it gives you that kind of more, I guess, direct um, idea of sex and creativity being linked. But that's not what this episode is about. So hold your horses, do not click off if you are if you were like, okay, I didn't think she was going to talk about that. The only reason why I'm bringing it up is because it's actually a little bit critical to the idea of sex magic being creative magic. So, um, And before I go further, I also want to address this because sex magic is also linked to fertility. But fertility doesn't have to necessarily mean sexual fertility in the sense of reproductive fertility. It can mean any type of fertility. And fertility, when it comes down to not being, you know, just part of reproductive health and sexual health, fertility can also mean creating that environment and creating that space to be able to have something grow. Take, for example, farming. You cannot plant a crop in infertile soil. You need fertile soil and the right type of temperature and the right type of conditions to be able to grow certain crops. So when you think about it that way, a farmer is not going to plant his potato crop in infertile soil. He's not going to plant his potato crop during a certain type of the year because he knows it won't grow. He needs the right type of conditions for that potato crop to grow. So think about fertility in that way. You need the right type of environment and the right type of conditions for that environment and the right type of soil to be able to grow what it is that you want to grow. So then bringing it back to your manifestation, you need to create the space within yourself and within the environment surrounding you to then harness that potential and harness that power and harness that energy to bring your manifestation into the 3D reality. We're getting very spiritual here. (laughs) Very spiritual because sex magic is inherently super spiritual. And now I want to bring it to that idea of creating that space and visualization especially. So when you create the space to manifest... A lot of a lot of times, you'll create that space through meditation, or you'll cleanse your space and then meditate. Um, and what I mean by cleansing your space is anything from okay. So say you might be meditating and manifesting in your bedroom. How can you cleanse that space? Of course, cleaning your bedroom. You know, making sure your dirty clothes aren't on the floor and and different things like that. Vacuuming your room if you have carpet or or uh, hardwood floor or tile. Um, vacuuming, your mo- or vacuuming your room picking up your, your clothes off the floor picking up anything that doesn't belong in your space, making your bed whatever it is and then if you want to get even more spiritual you can cleanse it with any kind of like Florida water spray or anything like that or sage your room um, or, or incense cleanse your room I use incense cleansing um, others might use sage cleansing and sage cleansing is different from sage smudging because smudging is a closed practice. But you can sage um, in different ways to be able to cleanse as well. But I use incense cleansing because I, I believe that sage is is completely closed to Native American practices. So So there you go. But you cleanse your space and you set up that space to be able to be a welcome environment to manifest what it is that you want. So say you're sitting on your bed, you're meditating on manifesting money. You have your affirmations written down and you know that you want to manifest money. Okay, well how can you how can you then go about that? Visualization. You have to visualize what it is that you that you hope to bring into the 3D and and play off of that. And when you visualize and when you not only visualize and bring it into your mind's eye, but take your visualization from, from strictly being a mental image to being also a felt emotion, then it will propel that manifestation a lot faster and a lot more strongly. Because you'll be looking at that visualization, you'll be looking at this manifestation, you'll be looking at this actualization from a place of felt feeling as opposed to just simply your thoughts. And visualization, when it comes to sex magic, is, you know, sexual arousal visualization of a desired result. And more often than not in sex magic, you're going to hear people saying that it is best done as a solo ritual, because you can sit there in that created space, and it's not any energies from any other people, it's just you in your space, and, you know, doing, doing a ritual autosexually, or basically through masturbation. And, and yes, I'm going to get into you know, solo sex magic versus partnered sex magic, because you can absolutely do partnered sex magic, but we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. So with sex magic, visualization is so strong because you have that desire behind it. And even with any other type of manifestation, there is that initial desire that goes into it. And there is that feeling that will go into it. You will initially visualize from thought and then it will move into feeling. And I, I was talking to a friend of mine recently. I was just like, manifest from the feeling, manifest from the feeling. And and, <laughs> and we keep talking about that and it's just so funny. But um, when you manifest less from just the mental image and just that thought in your mind and you bring that visualization into that feeling, when it comes to sexual magic, it can also create some form of arousal. And that arousal, whether you reach orgasm or not, is crucial when it comes to sex magic, because you want to feel ecstatic, you want to feel supercharged, you want to feel like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, you know, like, like the same way that you would feel when you're actually having sex, where where your body is just like, holy crap, it's on vibrate the entire time. <laughs> and and I know I'm I'm probably putting some images into you guys' heads, you know, with when it comes to when it comes to that. But that's kind of the point. Um, like like you want to feel good. You want to feel satiated. You want to feel just. Mph <laughs> Like that's the best way that I can put it is you want to feel oomph, okay? <laughs> but um let's move into the kind of the origin of sexual magic. So the earliest known practical teachings teachings teachings? Practical teachings? (laughs) Wow. All right. The earliest known practical teachings of sex magic, especially in the Western world, come from the 19th century American occultist, Pascal Beverly Randolph, under the heading of the Mysteries of Euless. And he says in the Mysteries of Euless, if a man has an intelligent and loving wife with whom he is in complete accord, he can work out the problems of how to achieve magical results by her aid. They are a radical soul sexist series of energies and the right is a prayer in all cases and the most powerful that earthly beings can employ. It is best for both man and wife to act together for the attainment of the mysterious objects sought. And he also goes into you know kind of the idea that um, it is better to have a committed partner. It doesn't necessarily have to be like oh yes you're married but definitely a committed partner if you're going to go through sex magic through a partnered sense. You know, if you're going through sex magic with just some rando that you met on Tinder, no honey. (laughs) You know, like (laughs) I'm going I'm going to, you know, say that you should probably rethink that that type of that type of energy right now. Um and and this is not to judge anybody. You can do sex magic even if you know you're not looking for a committed relationship just yet. You can use sex magic, but be careful of using partnered sex magic in casual relationships because you don't know what type of energy you are, excuse me, you are bringing in from that other person. You don't know what type of energy is going to be coming off of them and what type of energy they're going to bring into that ritual, so if you're, if you're in the the throes of like casual relationships especially multiple casual relationships you might want to rethink trying to do sexual magic with a partner in that instance until you are with that partner that you really feel safe secure comfortable confident and committed to so success in any case requires the adjuvency of superior women and men Um, And what that means is when you are doing especially partnered sexual magic, you want to be in unison with each other. You want that manifestation and that that thing that you desire to be equal. And you want to be able to work in tandem with your partner. So, you know, you, you need to be with someone who really understands you and really knows you because when you are doing sexual magic especially partnered sexual magic you want both people within the ritual to be capable of intense mental and affection and affection I can't even get this out intense mental and affectionate energy combined with the perfect sexive and orgasmal ability for it requires a double crisis to succeed so so what that means in the words of Pascal Beverly Randolph is that you want to be able to be comfortable in that moment, especially when it comes to partnered sexual magic. You want to know that you both have the ability to achieve arousal, you both have the ability to be affectionate with each other, you both have the ability to be on the same mental playing field in order to create the desired result. And the desired result does not have to be a baby, so cut that out of your mind right now. But especially, okay, say you're with a partner and you want to manifest money. So you're going to set up the space and your intentions are going to be on both of you acquiring more wealth in your life to be able to have that you know abundant relationship and be able to do more and be able to afford not only your bills but afford you know simple pleasures like going out on coffee dates or um okay there is something that both of you really really want to do a vacation you really want to take and you know how much money you need for that and you want to be able to say okay well let's manifest um better income let's manifest promotions at our jobs different things like that any way in which you can bring more abundance into your life right so you are going to set up the space you are going to be on the same mental playing field you're going to write out that affirmation you're going to write out those intentions you're going to speak them into existence and then you're going to you know start pleasuring each other the way in which you would like to be pleasured and then if you achieve orgasm or not you go through the ritual and boom Because you've used that sexual and creative energy, it's going to propel that manifestation a lot faster. So, moving on into another popular um, origin of sexual magic being used is Alistair Crowley, who became involved with Theodore Russ and the Ordo Templi Orientis, which was created by Carl Kellner, um, and... He, following the publication of the Book of Lies between 1912 and 1913, Alistair Crowley became involved with the OTO. And he he had kind of already revealed the innermost secret of the OTO in in the Book of Lies. And he did it so unintentionally, but then he was initiated into the ninth degree of the Ordo Templis, the Ordo Templi Orientis, and appointed Sovereign Grand Master General of Ireland, Iona, and the Britons. And one of his big things was that he was teaching sexual magic. When he became a teacher of sexual magic, he brought into the different degrees of masturbatory or or auto-sexual magic techniques, heterosexual magic techniques, and anal intercourse sexual magic techniques. We're not going to be talking about that, but those were the things that he brought in and especially when it comes to the book of lies there's a lot of symbolic language and imagery um, particularly in regards to oral sex and how oral sex magic can help you to manifest but then one of the more popular one of the more popular sections was also energized enthusiasm an essay developing the idea of creativity as a sexual phenomenon specially adapted to the task of attainment of control of the body of light and the development of the intuition and hatha yoga so when you are using certain spiritual practices and you get into this light body especially you, you want to get into your body when it comes to sexual magic. That is 100% the entire point of sexual magic. You want to be in your body and you want to listen to the responses of your body. And it can actually heighten your intuition because your creativity energy and your intuitive energy are actually in alignment. So going back to kind of the chakra idea and that Vedic idea of chakras and how the sacral chakra is the center of sexual energy and creative energy, it is also, excuse me, it is also a center of intuitive energy because it is found within the, the groin region and the gut region is the sacral chakra and, uh, and above that the solar plexus chakra which is the intuitive chakra but then you also have your heart chakra in alignment with sexual energy and your third eye chakra in alignment with sexual energy and then comes in through speaking your manifestations your throat chakra so once all of your chakras are aligned you will be able to create this energy uh, even more so it kind of all ties back into all of these different spiritual practices to be able to initiate sex magic and make sex magic work for you it's a It's a complete cycle you know and and you can bring any any different types of practices into it so how do you use sex magic hmm. that is that is the the ultimate question that is going to be answered in this episode so like I said it's all about uniting mind and body sexual energy is life energy its nature is to create in the most rudimentary sense the union of male and female as the physical however every sexual act creates a a sort of being on the spiritual plane, regardless of whether it is a flesh and blood baby produced. So think of it like this. Again, that planting the seed imagery. And, and <laughs> I, I'm, I'm trying to be very careful because yes, I know that this is going to be an explicit episode. Yes, this is a sexual magic episode. But when you think about the idea of sex, of course, creating a baby, whether your intention is to have a child or not, which I- I'm going to say this, I use sex magic and I use a lot of auto sexual sex magic. Um, my intention with sex magic, even if I were to do partnered sex magic, would never to be to create a baby on the physical plane. That is just me. I, that, is, that is not my goal or my intention at any point in my lifetime for at least the next 10 years. But I do realize that in the spiritual sense... That something is going to be created through sexual magic, especially partnered sex magic. And that the planting of the seeds (laughs) into the womb of the creative energy is going to happen. So through any kind of sexual magic, you are still creating something. Sometimes out of just pure desire and pure intention. So that's why, you know, I, I do kind of like say, okay, your best sex magic is is going to come from auto sexual magic because of the idea of, you know, especially in this day and age, not really wanting to create a oh, baby. But um, but anyway, so can anyone do sexual magic? Absolutely if you're already following a spiritual belief especially you can incorporate sex magic into it and the guidelines for sex magic are essentially the same as for any other type of magic except when you do sex magic you're driving a Porsche instead of a Honda Civic and and like that that's the way that um Sky Alexander uh puts it on um on Llewellyn mind and body and and I love that um It's kind of like, okay, so you're you're in control and you are doing something much more grandiose when you are concentrating on that sexual magic. And another good thing to do, again, with sex magic is creating the space. So how are you going to create the space for sexual magic? First off, you need to think of the kind of energy you're wanting to bring in let's go back to manifesting money so if you are using your sex magic to manifest money you are going to also create the space so how are you going to create the space first off is going to be color magic Color magic can help elevate manifestations because it is important to keep check of the colors associated with your intentions. If you are trying to bring in more money, especially, you may want to use the colors green, um, gold, and possibly even silver. So that could be anything from putting a gold comforter on your bed to changing your sheets to green sheets. Or... Having a green blanket when you are doing your sexual magic, or heck, even having a green sex toy. If you're into crystals, you're going to look at the crystals associated with money attraction, which are going to be things like pyrite, which is fool's gold, um, which is like a little small um, rock formation that has a little bit of gold in it. Um, citrine, which is also really good for balancing that sacral chakra, um, it is an orange stone. And um, it is very good for manifesting magic and protection and also um, balancing the the sacral chakra and balancing that sexual and creative energy. Goldstone, which is um, a very good stone and moonstone even. Gold moonstone. Because sex magic also brings in a lot of lunar energy um, and a lot of feminine energy again. So you're going to be bringing a lot of possibly doing this at night sex magic is always best done at night because it is a quiet space you are by yourself the lights are down you can create that you know space for that sexual energy you can turn on a salt lamp you can put a red light in your room (laughs) um or anything like that that'll really get you into that like mm, sexy energy right (laughs) um And, and like I said, you know, if you're into crystals, you can, you can use different types of, types of crystals, um, to be able to also charge your sex toys and also meditate with. You can put those crystals on your body. You can put them from your heart going down to your, going down to your belly, or you can even lay your crystals beside you and lay down first and kind of like do a chakra activation before you do your sex magic. I'm telling you right now, it's beautiful to do it that way, (laughs) Um, you know, just from personal experience, but you don't have to. Your sex magic and your sex magic ritual is however you want it to be, but I would highly recommend um, creating the space as much as you can with color magic, with intentions, with writing down your affirmations, and with possibly even doing candle magic. So we've gotten into color magic, so if you want to manifest love you're going to require pink colors or or white even um you know so so going into that color magic you can use it for anything but if you're manifesting money you're going to want to use greens and golds and silvers if you're manifesting love you're going to want to use pinks and reds and also even white because white is kind of all encompassing and is also going to give that healing energy Um, Purple to enhance professional and even intuitive and psychic gains um, because purple is the color of kind of royalty, but also um, a color of psychic ability and intuition. Um, And it is associated with the crown chakra. And red to increase passions. And the reason that color is an energetic frequency that can transcend dreams into reality. Color magic is so powerful to use because energy can be amplified by invoking color magic. You can also use sigil carving. And what are sigils? sigils are anything that kind of invokes that intention and you can create your own sigils by writing down that intention and then kind of going by like a number code of how many times you have written um, a specific letter and then drawing the sigil in a specific way or you can look up sigils are sigils are a different thing entirely so i would highly recommend looking up sigils what they are how to draw them and and kind of going through that I'm still kind of a little bit fuzzy on sigils so I'm not going to talk about sigils too much on this um but but you can also use those sigils because they give a clear and concise sentence explaining what you desire and then taking out all the vowels and repeating consonants and with the remaining letters create a design as simple or as elaborate as you like you know, so, and then you'll create the sigil on either a piece of paper or you can even carve it into a candle. Um, and that's why I suggest using candle magic because you can carve your sigil into your candle and then anoint your candle with any kind of oils and herbs um, connected to your intentions. So, again, going back to money, if you're manifesting money through your sexual magic, Um, and you're using color magic you might want to take a green candle and anoint it and carve a money manifesting sigil into it or write a money fest uh, a money manifesting sigil onto a bay leaf and then burn the bay leaf in a pot um like in a in a fire safe cauldron I I call it a pot (laughs) um (laughs) uh, you can use any kind of fire safe cauldron I I would recommend like a small pewter one because pewter is fire safe. and And burn a bay leaf with that sigil on it, or you can put that sigil on a piece of paper underneath your candle it doesn't It doesn't matter how you do it, but you can use that sigil and then you will anoint your candle, your green candle in something like cinnamon oil or bergamot oil or cloves or anything like that, um, peppermint uh, rosemary even. Um, Hmm, what's another good one? Star anise. Star anise. Um, using crushed star anise powder. And and anointing your candle. And then once you are in that meditative state, you can me- meditate with that candle burning. And you can keep that candle burning. Make sure, make sure you are, you know, attentive to it. Make sure that it's not in a place that it's just going to, you know, burn something down. But, um... <laughs> whilst you are invoking your ritual you can keep that candle burning and that color energy and that fire energy from that candle is going to propel that manifestation along. Connecting with your mind body and spirit and with yourself. The best way to do that is to start out by writing the things that you love and appreciate about yourself and keep that list nearby and then you know just speak into existence manifestations and affirmations that align with what you are wanting to manifest through your sexual energy so if you are trying to manifest money you will say something like i am the essence of money or money flows to me easily or i am abundant i am the abundant creator of my life money is my best friend I love the energy of money. I love the vibration of money. By this point in my life, I will have X amount of dollars. You know, like whatever affirmation, whatever affirmations float your boat. If you're manifesting love, you'll say, I am the essence of love. I am love. I love myself. And you can even bring that into a connection with your mind and your body by taking a ritual bath. Um, if If you're trying to manifest love... You might want to include in your ritual baths things like rose petals and lavender buds and um, rose essential oil and um, pink Himalayan salt and and um, just different things. And then maybe have like some crystals near your bathtub, um, some rose quartz. Don't don't get them wet. Don't get them wet. There are some there are some crystals that cannot get wet. Um, do not get your crystals wet. <laughs> um, so. You know, you can use your, your rose quartz um, near your bath and, and take a bath first and, and kind of take that meditative ritual bath before you even do your, um, your, the rest of your ritual. And can you be celibate and still use sex magic? Yes, but it is going to be a little bit different. If you are celibate, if you are asexual, if, you, if sex is not your thing, You have no sexual desires, but you do have creative desires. You will change the intention from sex to creativity. And you don't have to do it in, like, masturbatory ways. You don't have to do it in in different types of ways to that. But nourish your body physically, emotionally, spiritually on your journey and kind of just become your own muse and conserve and channel that energy and use it in a way that is going to work for you so if you are especially a celibate person or an asexual person who does not feel any kind of sexual desire at all you can then instead use your sexual magic so to speak to be able to then switch it from sexual magic to creative magic it's still going to be within the same centers so you don't have to do it in a sexual way You can take that energy and you can say, all right, instead of using it in a sexual way, I might use it in a creative and artistic way. Maybe by drawing. You can draw out your visualization of what you see yourself manifesting you can draw yourself in possession of that money you can draw a little image of checking your bank app on your phone and seeing that amount of money in your bank account and and then you will feel this elated feeling of having that visualization manifested and then you can hang up that visualization on like a poster board or a or a cork board or um put it on your your vision board and you can be like okay now Now I can look at this every day and be like yes I am invigorated and I feel this energy and I feel this energy surging through me. So you don't have to be you know sexual to use sex magic. So let's get into sex magic with a partner because I know a lot of you who are tuning into this are going to be you know curious about that aspect of it especially. So going back to Blood and milk and this is and this is the resource that I use for um any kind of divine feminine energy and um partnered sexual magic. I love using a blood and milk's resource. Um their their article, How to Create a Sex Magic Ritual with Your Partner and What That Actually Means, written by Janice Shrek. Um I already took from this article in in uh explaining sex magic earlier and kind of giving that definition. But I want to go into this article a little bit more in depth because, oh my God, it is so powerful. So, first off, let's note that orgasm isn't necessary to bring the intention to life. And while it certainly doesn't hurt, the personal goal is not just for, you know, just achieving that orgasm, it's not just that end goal, it's the journey. When you are doing sexual magic, it's more imperative to focus on the journey of going through that like ritual, basically, than it is on the end result or the orgasm or that attachment to the outcome. I always talk about not being attached to the outcome when you're manifesting because when you're attached to the outcome and when all you see is that outcome, you start to obsess over it. So it's the same when you are having sex and all you are focused on is orgasm, 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 What's going to happen when you don't have that orgasm is you're going to feel dissatisfied. Instead of focusing on the orgasm, focus on the journey through sex. Focus on the journey through exploring your body and your own pleasure and seeing what you like and seeing what you don't like. Um focus on your self pleasure more than just the orgasm in and of itself because then the heaps of pleasure that you will feel are going to be just so powerful and therefore when you're using sex to manifest and you are focusing on the journey and less and less on the orgasm oh my Jesus <laughs> just from a sexual standpoint when you focus on the journey over the orgasm the orgasm is much more intense so 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 let me just put it that way um you know when you focus on building up that pleasure that precipice that climax is going to be even more intense so okay so now that you know that you can build your own ritual but A pre-ritual requirement when you are doing sex magic with a partner is communication. Communication is is the key. I almost said key because I'm trying to say key to good sex. So I said key to good sex. But anyway, communication is the key to good sex in general, but especially when it comes to sex magic. Because, you know, sometimes you might be with a partner who's hearing about sex magic for the first time ever, ever, ever. And even if you communicate well with this person, even if you feel very connected to this person and you feel safe and secure around this person and you feel confident, they might be hearing about sexual magic, sex magic for the first time. And you might be like, I am an expert, (laughs) you know, compared to them. (laughs) And and. You want to make sure that you are communicating effectively and that you are on the same page with your partner before you go into the ritual to manifest what it is that you desire. And you want to be manifesting a mutual desire. So, think of it like meditation. If your partner has never heard of it before, let alone done it, you can't just say, hey, come meditate with me and expect it to go well. So, um, Jenna... Jenna, in this article on blood and milk, um, quotes Isabel Frappier, which is a who is a pleasure mentor and sex educator, by saying that it can feel a little daunting to bring the topic up. While I'm a big fan of sexual communication, timing is everything, and it's best to not spring the desire on a partner during sex when everyone is already feeling vulnerable. It is best to have the conversation outside of the bedroom during a comfortable moment, perhaps over a slice of pizza or a cozy couch cuddle or even, you know, you can even do it in public if you're having a little private date. You can say, okay, partner, this is something that I've been thinking about and I would like your opinion on it. How would you feel about sexual magic? and working sex magic with me and it's best to do it with somebody who's who, you know they they may not be 100 percent on the same spiritual wavelength as you but at least open to different ideas of spirituality open to exploring their own spirituality further with you and you know helping you to explore your spirituality you want to do it with a partner that you are on the same page with on the same wavelength with and with a partner that you can communicate a mutual desire with. So, so, assuming that your partner is going to say, yes, please, here's how to create the ritual in self. Set a mutually agreed upon intention. This can include anything from calling in abundance to generating increased passion to cultivating creativity. Your imagination is your only limit. So make sure that your imagination is in alignment with your partners, that they are wanting to cultivate the same thing that you are wanting to cultivate and that you agree upon a mutual manifestation and a mutual intention. Choose individual mantras that sit as pillars under the overarching intention think of the intention as the root of the pillars of the palace to keep it simple use I am statements for your mantras for example if you're concocting a ritual for passion your mantras can be something like I am a sensual being I am a divine expression of feminine energy I am gentle yet fierce if you are creating say money mantras you can say I am a money magnet I am an abundant being money flows to me easily um, I am a divine expression of financial abundance. Um, I am generous with my money and money flows to me in um, increased quantities through many sources. What, whatever that intention is, but you can start it off with like an I am intention. I am a magical manifester, you know, just, just different things like that. Just I am intentions. Create your space both physically and emotionally. You can select music, scents, colors that are in, in alignment with intention. So again, going back to money, you can choose songs that speak to wealth or what you imagine your life to look like. You can wear green or have green blankets or use luxuriously feeling sheets or um, anything that is going to you know bring that energy in. So when you're creating this space to have this this ritual. You want to make sure that the colors are in alignment, that the mood is set, all of those different things. Kind of like you set in the mood to get jiggy with it anyway. (laughs) Like, so yes, set your space, create your space. Touch. The fourth step is to touch each other. Move slowly. And, And moving slowly is crucial. And... Oh my god, like like just from personal experience, moving slowly through sex in general is so fucking crucial. <laughs> Excuse my language here, but it is so fucking crucial because you don't always want to just go fast through something. Because if you go fast, sometimes your partner will wind up dissatisfied. Sometimes you will wind up dissatisfied. And if you are dissatisfied, you're especially when you're using sex magic, that intention ain't going to work that that mm, mm, mm. you know so you want to move slowly you're building the heat and raising the energy together towards a shared mission as things pick up and start feeling good and energy starts emanating from the inside out in addition to the normal noises that you make you can repeat your chosen mantras out loud and bounce your mantras back and forth to each other so you know just in general, you know, you, you want to build the heat when you are having sex. So when it goes to sex magic, you really want to build and build and build and build and build and build and build. And don't focus on the building, just be in that moment, be in that moment, be in the pleasure zone and just, you know, communicate with each other. If you feel that they're going too fast, just be like, hey, slow it down a little bit. You know, <laughs> if, if, um if you feel like, you're already at the precipice communicate that and and go from there but don't focus too much on the building like don't don't try too hard to like do a specific thing don't try too hard to be deliberately slow you know don't move at like a don't move at a pace that makes you seem like you are just you know not even interested in doing what you're doing But move in a pace that feels natural, comfortable, and in flow, but be sure to be as slow and deliberate as possible, especially when it comes to sex magic. You want to build that energy up and create that force. And then, again, you don't want the orgasm to be the focus, but the fifth step is going to be that orgasm. If it doesn't happen, the magic isn't ruined, but as you reach the crust of your pleasure, Look up towards that overarching intention and come back to it. And pun intended, come with it. You know, you and your partner are not expected to come simultaneously though. Like debunk that right now. (laughs) Even, Even with sex in general, you're not going to always orgasm simultaneously. So if you reach your orgasm first before your partner reaches theirs in the sex ritual in the sex magic ritual that's totally fine. Say say you're with a say you're a guy with a female partner and she comes before you do or say you're a girl with a male partner and he comes before you do. That is totally fine. And you know, one partner can get their orgasm and the other could not and that would be totally fine. The magic is not going to be ruined. The intention is still set, the intention is still there. It's still going to manifest orgasm is not the focus but orgasm can be the enhancement however the ritual is not going to be ruined if you do not achieve orgasm at the end of it lie together in that corpse pose and feel as though what you are manifesting is already in motion learn what that energy frequency feels like in your bodies and become familiar with it you've created it once now you can birth work together to create it again on a grander scale it's not rocket science, and it takes time, intention, and mutual want and trust. That, that is all that sex magic is. It is not rocket science. You do not have to be super grandiose about it. But definitely sex magic is very much about manifesting from the feeling. Having that intention, especially when you are with a partner and doing partnered sex magic, having that mutual intention... And focusing on the feeling, focusing on the journey, manifesting from the feeling, and having that fun. Like, really, sex magic should be fun. Sex magic should be pleasurable. Sex magic is not some sort of, you know, like, strict rules. Let it be fun. Do it however you will. Don't do it with a casual partner. Don't do it with a rando from Tinder. (laughs) But, you know, like... Let it be fun. Let it be fun. Let it invigorate you. Get into your divine energy that you already have and just let go. It is literally that simple. Well, I hope that you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please be sure to let me know through a direct message on Spotify or Anchor. And you can also reach out to me on my personal Instagram, which is Skellington Grin at Instagram to send me a message if you would like to connect. I look forward to providing many more exciting episodes for you soon. And I hope you have a very wonderful and blessed day. If you have any questions about sex magic or would like to reach out to me about requesting any further topics on sex magic, feel free to send me a message through my email at cartomancybyalice at gmail.com. That's C A R T O M A N C Y B Y Alice at gmail.com. I love you and have a great day.